I remember playing on teams, Super Bowl teams. You're talking about the highs, like playing in, 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 in a Super Bowl and, uh, and then knowing, okay, we got to re- try to repeat this next year, right? So I'm at the highest level, and there's 53 other guys who are at that same level. Well, my thought process is, you know, that's over with. Yeah, we won it in January, but in March, guess what? We're back at it. Yeah. We're back at it. That wasn't the case for everybody. And that's one of the biggest problems I had. That's the biggest problem I had because I couldn't control the other 52 men Mm -hmm. that were in that room that weren't as passionate about the game as I was. Hey, uh, Darren. Hey, uh, Ben. <laughs> did you see what happened the other day with Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp? No, I did not. <laughs> of course not. It's social media. I'm, I'm supposed to know all this stuff. What is it? What happened? Dude, the biggest story in the world last Monday, they were down for six hours worldwide. All three apps. <laughs> and I didn't know about and it And you all. had no clue. I had no idea. I, I know why you wow. didn't have no clue because I saw you that day. You were running from meeting to meeting to meeting. You didn't have time to, to think about it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, for six hours worldwide. So, Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram because they're all, they're all owned by yeah. Facebook. Right. Hmm. Apparently, there was a hacking of some sort. Right. So, so those. Down. Like, you try to open up the app, nothing. My nothing wife probably up. Oh, think about how crazy. many literally billions of mm-hmm. people were affected by that. The stock oh. price dropped by billions of dollars for Facebook that day. I should have bought. You should have bought. I, I wish I would have known. That's what I'm saying. You, that's why it pays to be informed. It pays to be informed. It pays to get The other thought I had was how yeah. much work production probably increased yeah. that day. Because yeah. you're not sitting there checking Instagram every 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You're actually focusing on your job for the day. How many Instagram models thought, uh-oh. My God, my world is over. It's I got to get over. a job. Yeah, I got <laughs> to get a real J-O-B. I'm curious to know, like, my wife, you know, that hits close to home because my wife is on Instagram a lot. And, and a lot of it's just for work yeah. and her product. You know, she's a designer, architect, build. So she, she's always putting out content or pushing content out. I'm curious. She never said anything to me about that. Maybe she was too busy, too. <laughs> She's never but her busy. business, though, is partially it's, her it's such a great way to get yes. your work. Yes, that's get what I'm out. saying. She's ne- she hasn't broached that to me, so I, I'm I'm huh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised to hear this news. Yeah, it was in the middle of a Monday, so I'm thinking like she again. She probably had a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Were they hacked? What was the reason why? That's what. That's what I read. It was either hacked or it was some. Other, they tried to explain initially that it was just a, a faulty. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't read too much into it, but I'm just thinking about all the advertisers that yes. that, that lost money that day. Yes. All yes. the people whose jobs, like think about social media coordinators at a job that has nothing to do with social media other mm-hmm. than that job. Yeah. What do they do for those six hours? You know, that it, the world stopped. That not, is not true. literally. And but. honestly, as you know, I'll just talk specifically to my situation. Like there's, there's a couple of, of groups that i represent and there's times that I have to push out content mm-hmm. on social media, whether yep. it be Facebook, Twitter or whatnot. And there's a deadline to that. So I'm curious to know how that would have worked. Yeah. Knowing that I had to push push out this content by a certain time and I couldn't get there. My excuse would have been, well, hey. Well, 
uh, extreme ownership would say you should have posted it earlier. No, 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 that's not on me. My, the time says that's not on me. The time says twelve. You have by twelve noon. Uh, it could be eleven fifty eight, and I'm pushing it out. Yeah. So, but so anyway, you you literally had no idea. You still have no idea. I, I, I had no idea, man. I had no Biggest idea. Biggest story in the world. Yeah, and your life was not affected one iota. Yeah, listen, I, I get it. If I if I was in a job or if I was in a role in which whatever it is my profession was, I was reliant on. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, then it directly affected me. But I'm not. Well, That's this, not my this podcast is relying on those platforms. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah it is. It is. It's not technically, but, though. Because we're, we're on YouTube was good. Yes. The podcast platform apps were good. So yeah. we were okay there. We're okay. We're all right. <laughs> you can we're still fine. listen to the Darren Woodson show. <laughs> That's, That's good news. That's good news, though. I didn't know that. What? That you brought this to our attention. Brought this What's to my attention. It's, I mean, that you're on top of these things. That's good. That's like, this is your job, man. You need to take this shit serious about knowing these things. I'm glad you or, are. Or I'm glad alternatively, are. I'm the loser that was spending too much time worried about social media and not, not enough time working. Oh, no, man. Hey, it's part of our life now. It's part of our world, right? That's we right. Got, it's like we, we talked about last time. Hey, the world's changed, man. The world's changed. And, and uh, shame on me for now, not knowing Now, you were this. okay for six hours, but if I guarantee you Facebook, Instagram, uh, WhatsApp shut for life. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's your, problem. Your, your pocketbook's gonna start getting yeah. affected by that. Yeah. That that that'd be a problem. Yeah. But no. But kudos to 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 you for. Well, I didn't for do anything. I just. When did you figure? When did you figure this out? So it went out at I believe eleven thirty Central Time uh-huh. and was out to like three or four. So yeah, at no point in this time, in those six hours, were you on Instagram? Well, that, the only reason I knew is because I tried to log on, and, you were and then whenever I tried to log on, it didn't work. But you didn't. I went and I googled. I said, well, "What's you know what's All the deal?" Because right. I figured. It's not working for me. It's probably not working for a lot of people. Uh-huh. And oh, you did your investigation. That, you did your investigation. I did, I did some research. Okay. There I, took, you go. I took the 10 minutes mm. to, to dive deep. I would have been like, what the hell <laughs> is wrong? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No yeah. research. Enough. So anyway, so all, all is right with the world. They're back up and running. That's good. We're good. I can, I can start posting my selfies again. Yeah. Shirtless. My shirtless selfies. Yeah. yeah. The tea yeah. back. Yeah. The tea bag? Tea, tea back. What is the tea back? <laughs> Will, do you know what a tea bag is? <laughs> I still, I'm that still thong, That oh, thong panty. The, the, yeah, oh, okay. that thong panty yeah. you, you wear all the time. Okay. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured you had no clue that happened, and I wanted to see okay. you. I wanted to get your live gut reaction. Mm. That And basically you means said. Means absolutely means nothing. nothing to me. Yeah. It didn't bother me one day. That's the old head. <laughs> that's the old man in me. Okay. Yeah, that's why, yeah, 52-year-olds, you can't. What are we going to do? Hey, life you? moves on, bro. What, yeah, what hey, are the you birds still, are chirping. What are you still doing living? That's what I'm saying, man. The birds chirp in the morning, dude. I'm just happy to be breathing. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. The, the topic on my mind this morning, and then I wanted to bounce off you because of your experience, and we're going to do a two-part series here, mm-hmm. and we'll title it How to Maintain the Hunger. Right. And in part one, I want to talk about when you've tasted success, when you've seen good times, how do you maintain that hunger to keep driving forward and keep pursuing whatever it is that you're after? Yeah. And the scenarios I think of uh, right now, I think of, you know, America, for mm-hmm. instance. I think of, you know, in the past, we're top five in education. We're top five in, you know, a lot of the metrics that yeah. they rank world countries on. Mm-hmm. And you look at our numbers now, and we're in the high 20s, low 30s right. for education mm-hmm. and infant mortality and things like that. And so I think of how do we maintain the hunger in society? 
Another scenario I think of is at your job. Yeah. You close a big deal. You win a big assignment. How do you now maintain the same hunger that you had before in sports? Same thing. Yeah. You sign a big contract. Yeah. How many $300 million baseball contracts have actually worked out well for the team? Not True. many. Not many. That's right. right? You get yeah. this $300 million contract all guaranteed. All yeah. of a sudden, you're not staying after and hitting, hitting BP. Mm-hmm. And you're not you know, doing the extra film. You become the fat cat. You become the fat cat. Yeah. Uh, fitness. Mm-hmm. Right? You lose your weight. You get to your 15-pound goal. You've tasted success. Ninety Over 90% of people regain their original weight that mm-hmm. they lost. Right. 90%. That is mm. f- mind-blowing. Yeah. So how so many you taste times? the success. Yeah. So all of those. So in other words, this is not a scenario exclusive to one avenue of life or another. This is every, this touches every piece of your life. Right. Right. So my question to you, Darren, knowing your experience, you signed a big deal. You were the highest paid yeah. safety in the league. Let's go down that example for, for this instance. Right. You're the highest paid safety in the league. You just get this fat check, all this money. How did you maintain that? Because you didn't drop off immediately. Right. Now, age, obviously, five yeah. times undefeated. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not like you just all of a sudden, your production no. stops. You know, so how did you maintain that? You hunger? know, I, I think there has to be a hunger. There has to be a passion associated with what you do. Because how many times have we seen these situations? Like, you're right. I mean, a guy gets paid in baseball $300 million, and he never meets the expectations because he falls off or he's not as in tune, he's not taking BP by himself at 7 a.m. in the morning and doing the little things that it takes. So a lot of it is just core, within your core, and specifically with me, uh, I would be lying if I sat here and said, uh, I just played football just for the love of it. No, it was a lifestyle. It was, you know, money that I'd never seen before in my life. There were, you know, that was thrown at me. There was a lot of fame. There was a lot that was associated with being an NFL football player. So I played the game for a lot of reasons, but mostly it was a game that I loved, man. It was something that I woke up every single day, and I didn't mind that 545 drive to Valley Ranch. I mean, I just – what, what, what was it about it? It was a challenge. So it was the challenge in one-on-ones. It was the challenge of um, – knowing that I was going to walk into the arena on Sunday and show off, show my skill set. It was the way that it was how the the grass smelled uh, when you walked out there. It was the camaraderie. It was the the locker room. It was the jokes. It was, there was so much into this. Yeah. And and, and, and in the end, there was a nice paycheck at the same time. And I come from nothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was living my life. I was living my lifetime dream. This was my dream since I was a kid to play in the NFL. So when I'm there, I was in the moment. I was just in the moment. This was my passion. I wasn't a doctor. I wasn't going to be a, a police officer. Uh, I wasn't going to be hanging shingles on, on the roof. My lifetime, this was my lifetime dream. This was my passion. This is what I was, you know, pushing mm. my entire life. Even when I retired, you know, I was in tears because my baby – was gone football was gone so there was always that passion so when i do you remember when that start like where that came from do you do you know why why was it football that you were so why couldn't have been you were like was this a conscious decision like football is what i love look man i my mom used to tell me my my sister my 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 sister would tell me i used to and 
and I did it forever. Even when I was playing the league, I used to have a football, and I'd lay on my back all my life from eight, nine years old, and I had this little Nerf football, and I would lay on my back, and I'd just throw it up and down. You would never see me without a football in my hand. Even going to basketball practice, I had a football in my hand. Like I, it, I was just so engaged with the sport, and I watched. I was a Steelers fan growing up. I loved my Sun Devils, and I was in the Phoenix area. I just – I was so ingrained in that world. Mm-hmm. Like baseball was not something I cared too much about. Basketball, I was like, oh, whatever. But that that damn ball, that football, and that pigskin, I just, I just, I can't even explain. It's like you know how you have a child and you see your 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 child being born. There's like this love, like you just smile about it. That's how I felt about mm-hmm. it. And even when I was had my bad moments in football, I always know, hey, I, I'm, I can correct this. Yeah. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. So I didn't. So that's that's how I felt about that game. So I didn't feel like, okay, I got the money and this was it. No, that was the luxury. Hey, you got I got a big paycheck. They recognized me for my skill set and my time spent. But the next day was the next day. And the next day I had to go cover Shannon Sharp. Right, the next day I had to go cover Steve Smith or Jerry Rice in the slot, and I better be ready, and I got to get prepared. And, and that's how I always felt about it, man. I never wanted to put a bad product on the field. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, I think the, the sport was, yeah, it was a passion, but it was a pride deal too, man. I mean, it really, you know, we always talk about stroking your pride and your mm-hmm. ego and mm-hmm. all. This was that, this football was that for me. Yeah. And it felt good because I knew I could play at a high level and whatnot, but that's that's what kept me going every single day was I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Now, vice versa, I remember playing on teams, Super Bowl teams. You're talking about the highs, like playing in, 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 in a Super Bowl and, uh, and then knowing, okay, we got to re- try to repeat this next year, right? So I'm at the highest level. And there's 53 other guys who are at that same level. Well, my thought process is, you know, that's over with. Yeah, we won it in January, mm-hmm. but in March, guess what? We're back at it. Yeah. We're back at it. That wasn't the case for everybody. And that's one of the biggest problems I had. That's the biggest problem I had because I couldn't control the other 52 men mm-hmm. that were in that room that weren't as passionate about the game as I was because we – I instantly saw and it wasn't just me i remember a guy number 88 michael Irvin, being like what the hell do you mean that you're not going to show up on time just because you got a super bowl ring like what do you mean like there were so many guys who they reached the mountaintop and they were like okay we're gonna take some time off we're, we're the dallas cowboys mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'll be late for meetings this week i'll be all right and they took it for granted man and that's what i did not i could not i just because it's just – and that's the asshole out of me. That's yeah. when I started no. to become a jerk because I just – I couldn't understand if you've gotten to the mountaintop, you know what it took to get there and the passion you had to have to get there. And now you've reached it, and now you're done. Yeah. I want to dive, in the, dive into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, a place that you can be also on another mountaintop. Choctaw Casino Choctaw and Resort. Casino and Resort. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Just an hour north of here in DFW, short drive up to Durant, Oklahoma. Brand new expansion, brand new 3,000 slot machines. It's yeah. like Disney World up there, man. Yeah. Resort pool, restaurants for days. 
the sports bar. Yes, the league. The league. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how many TVs they have in there. Yeah. But it is like wall-to-wall unbelievable. It's the best place to watch a football game or watch a basketball game or whatnot and just relax with your with your loved one and, and have a good time. And if you want, you just walk across and you can get to hit those slot machines and hit the tables or what, whatever you want to do. But, you know, the spa is something that uh, this, this weekend I'm, I'll be going back up there, which is – So we got to play Inception here because – this is going. It, this, this episode, so it'll be last weekend. It'll whenever be last you last weekend, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I just can't wait to to go back it up. But I'll be, and we will be up uh, periodically uh, for the next you know five or six months, man. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just a great way to just to get away, a gateway to get away. Take your wife, take your loved ones. Get a, take if you got to take your kids out to the pool, take them out to the pool. Mm-hmm. They have the cabanas out there. They have slides out there. Just there's just so much to do at Choctaw Casino Resort. Yeah, football season, like you said, the league. Go check out that sports bar because there's no better place to That's watch. Right. I mean, Saturdays you got college football playing all day. Sundays, obviously, yeah. NFL. Like Darren said, we'll be up there on Sundays mm-hmm. watching Cowboys and, and having a good time. So get yourself up to Choctaw Casino Resort. Back to what you were saying before, though. What do you think it was about those individuals? Do you think maybe they happened to be good at football, but it wasn't their true desire? Absolutely. Great football players that had gotten them there, but they were driven by other things, whether it be money or fame. It wasn't a true passion. It wasn't wasn't a love for the game of football. It wasn't a true love. And and you know what, Ben? I'm guilty. I'm really guilty because I couldn't understand then. But when football was over with and I didn't have that love and passion, I got it. I understood. Truly understood. Because there were things and professions I have done after the game of football that I was sort of the same way. Like, well, yeah, we had some success, but I don't need to show up at this meeting tomorrow. I don't need to do this and that. I just got to just want a big deal. Like, I can take the, the my foot off the pedal. And – I couldn't relate to that when I was playing, but then in the end, how I really understood it and how I really looked back at it was this is what this wasn't their love. This is what, what this wasn't their why. Mm-hmm. The why they woke up every single day to pursue greatness. They, you know, a lot of guys, I'm not gonna say it all, but a lot of guys, even at that level who are making a ton of money, they're not passionate about it. Yeah, for whatever it's a, it's a reason, job. yeah, for whatever reason, it was a job for them. It wasn't it was a job. They're and, everything. And when it's a job, man, you're you're not gonna be passionate about it. Despite the success, despite the success, despite the fame, despite the money, doesn't matter. You know, the free Isn't meals. That's so interesting. It just if it's not if it doesn't burn in you, you're gonna give it a half ass performance. That's so fascinating to me. Yeah. But I, I mean, I get it because I, I've lived through that personally yeah. in other avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get it that, that you can be seeing all the success, quote unquote success, what people deem as success, which is money and fame and all that, and yet you mm-hmm. still just don't quite have that hunger to keep pushing. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like you watch people that are not just in football, just in, in in the business world that are, you know, just talented beyond belief. Like how many times have you been around someone that has such a skill set and such a talent? They just think differently. Yes. You know, maybe it's a great singer, maybe it's a great producer or, or whatever it may be. And they're, they're really skilled at what they do, but they're, they don't really have a passion. It's not what Mm -hmm. an artist. Yeah. I can draw, but I just, I just don't live this. Yeah. 
And that's when you see the ups and the ebbs and flows in their careers. It's the ones that are that, that artist that, hey, it doesn't matter what the money looks like. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing it because I passionately wake up and I, I'm dreaming about creating art at night. Mm-hmm. That's the person that's going to remain successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't want to go down the whole free will discussion, yeah. mm-hmm. but my mind's been open to that world of you don't choose what you're passionate about. That's right. I agree now, man. I really agree. Like I used yeah. to think differently. I, yeah. I used to think that you're, you have agency over literally everything, mm-hmm. but you didn't choose. You said it. I don't remember where the love started for football. Right. You didn't choose necessarily to love football. Now you chose to work on that love and right. build on that love, mm-hmm. but the initial spark, you yeah. can't explain where that came from. No, I don't. And so for others, it's art. Like you said, they stay up at night dreaming about their next painting mm-hmm. they can't explain why they just are that invested it doesn't matter i'm living in a freaking one bedroom yeah closet mm-hmm. but i just love this so much to yes. me that's the golden ticket mm-hmm. in life that's that's how you've unlocked all that life has to offer for you right. from a uh from that perspective mm-hmm is that you are doing something day in and day out that you're just on fire for. Yeah. And you've happened to find a way to compensate. Now, luckily in 2021, that this is more evident than ever. This mm-hmm. is more, um, the opportunity is more out there than ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 1980, maybe you did have a super passion for art, but you yeah. literally couldn't make any money. So you had to work that, that nine to five, that nine to five, where you yes. had to work that shift work, yes. that, that job at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you just couldn't support you. 2021, social media, like we talked about earlier, yeah. things have changed. So, so many you more can. Platforms, yes. Now, obviously, if you got kids, your risk assessment is going to be a little bit different depending on your scenario. Yes. But you are able to chase these passions more now more than ever. Yes. Yeah, agreed. And it, because there's so many different platforms. Because that there's are out so there. many ways that you, now more than ever, the, the saying, hey, do what you love. The rest will take care of itself. It, 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 it rings more true yes. now than ever. Now, I get it. I, I, I'll be the first to raise my hand and say I'm still scared mm-hmm. to t- t- take that step and pursue, truly pursue, because I don't see how it can produce mm-hmm. for my family. I've got two kids at home. I don't, I don't see it. So there's still that nervousness. Yep. But I guarantee you the success will come because I... I don't have to be told to wake up early to pursue this. That's right. I don't have to be told to stay up late. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be told to, to, to put in the extra hours on my lunch break. It's what you do. Nobody has to tell me it's to do anything. It's within the fabric of what you do. It is in my DNA right. to pursue this. I think about when I was a trainer. Now, yeah. life took me on a different path, so I'm not a trainer anymore. But when I was a trainer, I was obsessed with the idea of being the very best trainer I could possibly be. Right. I don't know why. I don't know where that comes from. But for whatever reason, that was my obsession. Didn't matter how much money I made. Didn't matter how many clients I signed. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter how much knowledge I attained. I always wanted more. Okay, let me ask you a question. Then. Because in the pursuit of being a trainer, you have to bring on clientele, mm-hmm. right? Was it ever the fear of once, once you really started getting going and you were so passionate about it, did things just start happening for you? Absolutely. It wasn't like you had to just... Go catch somebody out on the stairwell, it, you know, in the stairwell yeah. or on the treadmill and say, hey, I, you know, you want to work out? Like, they start, start coming to, to you. They start coming you to start you. You start attracting yes. it to you because you're just so on fire for it. It's, yeah. it's, it just, it, it, res, I mean, everybody can see it. 
Right. Like that guy right there loves what he does. He knows what he's doing and he is super passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. And so it turned from a, that's why, that's why the whole, the whole work hard and grind. And mm. I'm putting air quotes. If you can't, if you're not watching on YouTube, I've always had, I've always had an issue with those phrases because I've never once thought of, I never once thought of training as working hard mm-hmm. or grinding. Right. It didn't feel that way mm-hmm. because I loved it so much. Football was the same way for me. Right. It didn't, I, I didn't mind staying after practice and running extra routes mm-hmm. because that's just what I did. Like, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And so, so an outsider perspective, who doesn't, for whatever reason, they weren't blessed with that desire, desire. for football. Right. right. They would look at it and say, man, that dude's grinding. That dude's working hard. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm just doing what I do. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. This is who I am. So it doesn't and, matter the success yeah. I see. I just want more and more and more. Right. That's how I maintain the hunger in that scenario. Because I don't see it that way. Yeah. I just see it as I really love working out. Right. I really love catching passes. I really love watching film, maybe not so much. But, <laughs> but my point Being is I'm field. willing to do all of these little yeah. things to keep me moving forward. Mm-hmm. Whereas your point, what you're saying earlier, I couldn't agree with you more. If it's something I'm not – because I've had jobs where I didn't like at all. Right. And I would do the very bare minimum. I, yeah. I'm ashamed to say that. I mm-hmm. wish I could say I've always put 100% effort. That's right. bullshit. I've right. never – I can't think of a, anything where I've always – you know, no matter the scenario. Yeah, I'm just going to go 100. Right. Yeah, I, right. I've had I'm jobs where I just, I did just enough to, to excel, to do well, to, mm. to get praise, quote unquote, right. because that's just part of my personal pride. Right. But if I'm being honest with myself, I could have given more. Man. I just I, wasn't into it. I tell you, you, you sound like me when I was at ESPN. That's exactly how I was. You know, everyone told me when I got the job at ESPN, they were like, man, that is a great job right and i sucked man dude i sucked when i first i didn't know i had no no background or history and on tv like i just i was cutting my teeth early on and so you say you suck outsiders though you were great no on tv no no when i first got on air my first okay, couple man, years no, I, I, I got I better that. as time went because the pride kicked in it was okay, I can't be this bad on TV. I have to get better. But then there were guys that I was working with, and this, this speaks directly to passion. I worked with two guys. One, um, Mark Schlereth, was a guy that early on when I came on, dude, he loved, this is what he loved. He just loved TV. Like the lights came on. But even before the lights came on in the green room, he and Trey Wingo, those are the two, man, they just, it was a passion. TV mm-hmm. was a passion for them. The preparation, the, the banter going back and forth in the, in the green room beforehand, the interviews, like, they didn't have to look at the rundown mm-hmm. that we had. They knew it. it was like, man. And this, I'm guessing you didn't have to tell, call those guys on a Sunday afternoon and say, hey, are you watching no, football? No, they would break down tape. And then Teddy Bruschi was the next one after, after those guys. They were so passionate about it. That was never my passion. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't actually participating in the game, I was like, well, what the hell am I doing sitting here talking about mm-hmm. or preparing about the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 14? Who gives a shit? They're 2-14. and 14. Like, right. I'm not, I don't have any passion to watch them and, and talk about the Jacksonville. That was – that, and I'm watching these guys that love doing what they're doing, and I was, like, jealous mm-hmm. because I saw the passion. And there's a reason why they are so good. And there's a reason why they're still in TV right now to this day. Because they're not, they weren't guys that were professional, you know, skateboarders or they had these other jobs outside of 
what they were doing. They are, they were hyper focused on one thing because they were passionate about mm-hmm. it, and there's a reason why they're so success successful yeah. nowadays. And I couldn't, and there's a reason why I tapped out mm-hmm. because at some point throughout throughout that process, even though I was on TV, even, even though, though you were getting, good and it was good pay and all that, I was faking the good. No, but even though you were good at it, yeah, I was faking right. the good. I was. Okay, I don't want to say I was always good. I, I'm not even going down. From that an outsider's perspective, yeah. somebody who didn't have your perspective of being on the inside, from an outsider, you were great at yeah, it. Yeah, but I had to really work. Like, mm-hmm. this was work Yeah, to sit down and be on the plane and going, God, I don't want to open this laptop up yeah. and, and look at the Jets right now there, and, and that, read through their <laughs> – like, I just didn't – I wasn't feeling it. And that's why it's so fascinating to me because I know – how you were compensated right. financially for right. that job. Yeah. And so I'm sitting back from my perspective thinking, okay, he gets to watch NFL games. Mm-hmm. He gets this salary for doing that. Yep. He gets to go to ESPN and hang out with people that, you know, most people love yep. to hang out with. Yeah, great group how of people. How can he not best group How of can he not maintain the hunger to do that? Yeah. Just wasn't in me. That's the that's the that I'm I'm having a mind yeah. blown moment, and I know our listeners are probably saying the same thing because I've had so many. But my brothers, man, my brothers were like, "Dude, how can you not? You're still around the game." Mm-hmm. Just I wasn't walking down that tunnel anymore, yeah. man. And I was that that passion was gone. Mm. Just and I, you know, now and that's when I started to understand when I was. You know, when we were winning Super Bowls and I was trying to understand, well, why isn't these guys, why aren't these guys showing up? You know, we got a chance to win four, five, six straight Super Bowls. Why aren't they all the way in? Well, yeah, this wasn't their passion. This wasn't their love. I got a question for you, but I do want to speak about some other people that have a passion and a love and it shows. And that's our friends at Sleep Number. Yes. And the technology they've incorporated it's no longer just your box spring and your mattress that you just get at Walmart right. or wherever. I don't know where you got your mattresses. Go. Does Walmart even sell mattresses? No, I don't think they, I'm not sure they do, man. But like, the point is, right. they've taken it to 10x the level with their yep. technology. Yep. Heart rate, respiratory rate. They can test your movement. They can give you all this data based on the technology they've incorporated in their right. mattresses to allow you to have a better night's sleep. We all know... The next day sucks. Yes. When you don't get a good night's sleep. That's right. Your production. Literally, this getting a good night's sleep literally can be, make the difference in your salary every That's single year. Exactly. Yes. It's, so so I get it. Yeah, you know, this is expensive, whatever. It's it's more it's an investment, man. Yes. Because if you can take care of your sleep, you're gonna be more productive the next day at work. It's about your recovery. And we it's tell all we about talk recovery. about recovery and if you're in a mental health world or the physical health world, recovery is everything. And Sleep Number provides that recovery. Yeah, we can talk about the data. We can talk about the software. We can talk about how comfortable the bed is. But in the end, it's about recovery. So if you have a chance, go to sleepnumber.com. Uh, or a, a local. Look, yep. or, or a local Sleep Number and, t- and just take a look and invest in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go check them out. Uh, the question I was going to ask you, and I want you to be, I want you to be real. I'll be 100. <laughs> go ahead. You're 50, I, I get this Two. wrong, I'm 52. Mm-hmm. You retired at 36. 36. God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a long career. Yeah. Have you found anything that replicates no. the desire you had 
in those 14, 13 years playing. No. I, or I th- longer, but. Look, I, I think the closest thing that I would say that gives me that fire or that tingle, you know, there, there's something about walking. And I always talk about it is walking down the tunnel before the game and knowing you're about to compete at the highest level um, and having doubt. There's like this whole deal. You got this doubt. You've even prepared and you've got all this doubt and you're like, man, this is anxiety. And then you start getting to the end of the tunnel and you go, you know what, dude, I'm prepared, man. And I'm looking at my teammates. They're, they're barking in the tunnel. And it's like that feeling of, man, it's us against the world. Like we're going to go out here and battle. Mm-hmm. Like there's no feeling like that. I None. have never replaced that feeling. Like having my children is the greatest joy in the world as a father but as an individual, walking down that tunnel for a game is like, I can't replace that feeling. The only thing I've gotten close to, and that's not even, I wouldn't even say it's close. It's when I've gotten up to do speeches in front of large crowds. Mm. And it's that point where most of the time I don't have the nerves until I sit down or I'm standing there and I'm waiting to go onto the stage. And it's when that CEO or CFO does their announcement and then they say, hey, you know, here to speak is, you know, former Dallas Cowboy. They do the whole introduction and then they say, Darren, what's it? And then that's the part where I get flashback. Woo! Like, <laughs> I just feel like it's game time. Like, that's when the chills come up and I feel like, all right, this, this is the closest thing I'm getting to. A competition, but it's not even close, man. Like the, the mental preparation, the physical preparation, it, it's it's totally different. But you know, if you ask, you know, what's the closest moment? That's it. Other than that, no, mm-hmm. there's nothing out there that can replace. Do you think there is anything out there? Could be like if 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 a genie said, "Hey, you can literally do anything." anything. I think I think it would have to be me in a role where I am absolutely changing lives. Whether it be whatever community service it is, and you know, in particular, it would probably have to be in, in an education format for for kids, where I know that I'm making a difference every single day. That is probably the only thing I could honestly feel like could be a part of me that I'm like fulfilled, like I'm fulfilling something, because you know. Working a job or owning a business right now in my life, I don't know if there's that type of passion. Like even the businesses that I'm in right now, yeah, I love what I do. I love the people that I'm with, but do I burn? Does it burn deep, deep, deep within me? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I do this business is because I want to benefit people. I want people within our office to have a you know a healthy lifestyle and and. Uh, put their kids in school and to provide, you know, food and you know, on the table. I just, that's the reason why I do the jobs that I do now. Um, and I own the businesses I own right now. And that, that segues perfectly into my next question and point for you was maybe the sub, maybe the subject matter is not what you're just truly burning for. Right. But you found a component. You found an element of that subject matter. Mm-hmm helping people yep. that you can burn for. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe you are in a job or you're doing a role yeah. that you just don't absolutely burn for. So how do you maintain the hunger? Does, because even in those scenarios, you can still 
win success. You can still you have still, success. Yeah. yeah. But you well, just don't burn for it. So what uh, element of that ben, I gl- do you burn for? I, I'm glad you say that. I, 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 well, I burned, you know, again. Let me go back here. Roger Staubach is a guy who's a mentor uh, of mine. Um, he'd been in the commercial real estate business forever. And is the reason why I'm in the commercial real estate business is because of, you know, of that mentoring and whatnot. And, and, and there are a number of other people as well, which you've never right. introduced me to him, by the yeah, way. I, I appreciate that. You don't deserve that <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> but I've had so many conversations with Roger over the year, over the years. And it was, it was never about Roger. Like he, he never said, well, I, you know, this feels good because I can do this and I'm going to make this kind of money. I'm going to do this and this and that. It was his, it was the people around him and the people around him just enjoyed who he was because he was pouring back into them. And we're our company right now that we both work for um, spawned off of Starbuck company, the Starbuck company. And you talk to any of our leaders that are within our group that work for Roger, they'll tell you the same thing. Like he worked for them. Mm-hmm. They didn't work for him. He poured into them and Roger will tell you in a heartbeat. Yeah, man, I just, he was showing up at funerals, showing up at weddings because he loved people mm-hmm. and he was a, a people pleaser. He was a people person. And that's where I think I fall in line because that's where his joy was. He wasn't getting his joy back on the football field like he used to, but he found that little small piece within that business that he felt like I can hold on to this and I can really change people's livelihoods and educate people and pour into them with that, just that little nook. And I think that's where I'm going now. That's where I am in my life right now. I just want to make a little dent Mm -hmm. in those people because I know one day when Roger's not here, man, he's going to be remiss. He's going to be missed. He's really going to be missed, and he will never be forgotten because of how much he poured back into the mm-hmm. community. Yeah, so I think you're answering it. So when you think about what, how you maintain your hunger now, yeah, because you've well, let's just put it out there you've you've made enough. Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, never. To have. you, you've never made enough, yeah. but to survive, right. your, your basic your basic needs are met. Yeah, right. So you could you could choose what, anything you wanted to do at this point. Mm-hmm. You're not beholden to any one job because of the money. Right. Necessarily. Right. right. So I say that to say, how do you maintain your hunger now? How well, do you how do you maintain that desire for success now? I think you're answering it, but I wanna Yeah, how how do I maintain that, that? I maintain that by seeing others that I can lift others up and lift people other others can lift me up at the same time, man. Whether it's Tyler I always called the rising boat, you know. The rising tide. The rising tide rises rising all tide boats. Rises all or boats. the tide rises, yeah. whatever. We miss Tyler. Anyway. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like there's this, something that burns into, even doing this podcast, man, I, I want to see us be successful. Couldn't do this by myself, man. No, you couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't do this by myself. I can't do anything. Honestly, Ben, in my entire life, it's always been a team, team, team moment for me. I haven't done anything by myself mm-hmm. and been successful at it individually, right? So I get that part of it. And I, I want to see others not only just, like, it's like that impact. Like, it's that rock that hits the ground. Like, I, I want to be that rock that hits the ground and then reverberates and, and affects so many other people, like, the, like you and Tyler and guys that I work with in my office at ESRP, look, if I can open up doors and provide for them, 
Like, I want to see that. That's, that's joy to that's me. That's how you maintain your hunger. Yeah, that's joy. That is complete joy is when you're seeing your work benefit so many others. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to pursue. I'm going to continue to do what I, whatever I can um, because, you know, selfishly, it provides good things for myself and it's a good feel good from for, from within for me but it's also i'm visually seeing the impact that i can possibly have on others mm. so that's that's what what i'm thirsting for so what i've heard you say today when when the question is posed how do you maintain the hunger despite success i've heard you say i just have to be passionate about it yeah. it's, it's just got to burn within me Yep. Because despite the success, I'm still going to stay extra and do the little things mm-hmm. that continue propelling me forward. And then the other thing is you turn attention to other people. Yep. So if I want to maintain the hunger, it can't be all 100% about me. It can't be about you. It's got to be about how yes. how is this affecting others as That's well. That's right. It, what's, the, what's the greater good? What's the greater good? I mean, are we on this earth to just live our lives for ourselves? Don't we have families and friends that we want to affect? I mean, can we? Is being a hermit, is that an impact? Mm-hmm. Is it? I mean, and, and that's how I feel like that's how I continue to find, try to, trying to find what it is that I, that I can do that can impact others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, have the greatest success, whatever it is, but that doesn't stop there, man. It doesn't because, you know, I went through a situation. You and I had a conversation yesterday, just, just the other day about you can be at your highest moments and in the next 10 minutes – you're at your lowest moment. You just are. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, you're at your lowest and then you're at your highest moment, e- either way. But how is it that you can com- continue to burn in a certain way? What is it within your core values that you can tap into to say, okay, I've had success. Now I'm going to stay with these core values and I'm going to continue along that success. How do I tap into that? Mm-hmm. ESPN was not a part of my core values. Sorry, because that was more individual. ESRP is a part of my core values as a commercial real estate because I'm impacting people. And that's the key. That's the key to my success to maintain some semblance of of success. It's like, I'm not going to fall off the ladder. I've had some success. I want to keep it that way. And the only way I can do that is if I'm thinking about others. Yeah. Yeah. And and when we flip it to society and think about the culture going forward, Mm -hmm. you know, we opened up with the stats that, you know, education is, is worse now than it was before. I think what you're saying applies to that as well, that chasing things that you're truly passionate about, but the more important thing is how are you impacting other people? Mm -hmm. Because we've had a run for the most part in America that this has been a great country to live for most people. Mm -hmm. And things are starting to change a little bit. Other countries are starting to catch up. So if we want to maintain that, if we want to stay hungry despite our success, Mm -hmm. it's exactly what you're talking about. It's finding people to impact. Yeah. And we talk about it. We've talked about it before. It's getting involved with your local school board because those decisions have an impact on the next generation. That's right. It's uh, doing community service, serving the hungry, serving the poor, serving even, you know, National Breast Cancer Foundation, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're giving hope to people who are going through a tough time. Right, right. So it's those are the things that are going to get our society back on track because we're taking the focus off of us and putting it back on, on others. others. Yeah. And that's how we maintain the hunger despite our success as a country is that we continue to focus on other people. That's right. I think we've gotten away from that a little bit. I'm just as guilty. I start to get Mm -hmm. super invested in what I'm doing day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. And the dangerous part of that is it's 
I can live a pretty good life doing that. Right. Right. It's going to be lonely. It's not going to be as fulfilling, but I can survive. Yeah. Yeah. I can do my thing by never once pouring in anybody else. But how much more can I do if my thoughts turn outward? Yeah. Yeah. And I start to think about other people. Let me ask you this. And you're direct. You've been directly affected by this. How much, how much do your mom and dad love life? Love life? Love life. Uh, I think they love it a lot. Okay. What's been their entire life? What have they done their entire life? Serve people. Wasn't about the money. Wasn't <laughs> about Definitely bringing wasn't. in. Yeah. Just, it just wasn't, they've, right? They've committed their life. Now, in this, in this scenario, it's a religious aspect. Yep. So whether you're religious or not, whether you're, yeah, it's or still, not. it still yeah. applies. That's right. For us, it's a religious aspect of they dedicated their life to spreading the, good, the gospel right. and, and serving others. And they've been passionate. And they've been passionate about it. And that's all they do. Mm-hmm. And look how much joy they have. And look at the, the success they've had with their kids and, and whatnot. That's, you know, I mean... Look, I, we all go about it, and we measure success however we want to measure it. And we all, you know, there's a lot of us say, well, success is money. No, success is not always money. Success, is, success to me is, you know, I've found my passion. I've found whatever it is that makes me burn every single day, and that people can see it. They can see me burning that way, and I'm impacting them. I'm an impact. And I've changed lives. And, and your mom and dad, dude, have changed lives. And they, they know it. Mm-hmm. That's their love. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're wondering, how do I maintain success? How do I maintain the hunger despite success? Mm-hmm. Or along with the success? It's find something that you're truly in love with. Right. And freaking pursue it yep. relentlessly. Great. You won't have to be told to do that. You don't have to be coerced. You don't have to be prodded. When you find it, you'll know. That's right. And we're all different. That's different for each and every one of us, what we find enjoyment in. But that would be my hope that people take away from this, is I'm going to pursue what it is that I'm super passionate and hungry for. You just dropped the mic. Drop the mic. We appreciate you guys. (laughs) Uh, Make sure that you uh, go subscribe and do the whole YouTube thing, likes, comments, all that good stuff. Let us help it grow our channel that way. Uh, our production's about to take a step up. We've yes, got some, it is. We've got some actual professional help. From camera, a, good cameras. From a camera set up. Yeah, it's no yeah. longer three freaking up. apes just trying to figure it out. <laughs> we've actually got some good help coming forward. So you'll see our YouTube, you, uh, you know, our whole social media thing uh, take a jump. We're also at Darren Woodson Show on Instagram. Those are the only two that we're really super active on. So go yeah. follow us there uh, for always for more. And follow us individually as well. Yeah. You follow us individually. Like Instagram is not down for six hours, right? They're yeah. not down anymore. So no, they're good. good. So we're good, good now. We're back we're up. We're back up. <laughs> Damn, because I was posting. You should have seen how many posts I put out. Dude, in those you six had like hours. three teeth up in gold. those six hours. Oh, it was, I was gold at in that moment. <laughs> they were down. But yeah, t- uh, just tune into the show. Uh, we just appreciate you guys um, mm-hmm. listening in. And again, if you got comments, please. Uh, send us good comments. Yeah. And um, yeah, keep your bad comments to keep yourself. Keep your bad comments to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks Five star ratings. Yeah. All the podcast yep. apps. Literally, I know we say this every time, but it really does help us out. It, does. it, it helps us get more exposure uh, when you guys help share the show. And that's the best way that we can grow this thing is for you guys sharing. So that's we right. appreciate you guys that do that. Come back next week. We're going to do our second installment of Wellness Wednesday. Hopefully, mm. you guys enjoyed that last week. Uh, we're going to build off last week and, and talk about step number two, which is going to be revolved around sleep. Mm. If wow. You, 
So a little teaser there. Sweet number. Yeah, a little yeah. sleep. Yeah. And then we're also going to finish up part two. So today we talked about, obviously, how to maintain the hunger through success. Next, we're going to talk a little bit more about how do you maintain the hunger when you're not seeing right. success, mm-hmm. when the results aren't quite as tangible. You talked about in this episode, you love seeing the impact, actually seeing the impact you're making mm-hmm. on people. Right. What if you don't actually you see, see the that? Impact? Oh, that's a good one. Right. That's a good topic. What there. if what if you're not getting the income that you're that you're after? It's something right. you really love. Right. Like you're into it, but you're being defeated mentally because you're not seeing results in results. Yep. So that's what we're gonna talk about next week. So come back, guys, for part two. Uh that's all I got. You got anything else? No, Dave? man. No. Any other hey, uh, have a great day, have a great weekend, and uh and uh pour into other folks. Love it. Love it. Thanks, guys.